0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm your host, Dave C. And you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on you And the show ID is 791-0667. 6 6 and you're most welcome. Indeed you are. And it's not just any old episode of Never Isolated. Well, what do you mean? No. <laughs> let bang up to the minute, young man. Yes, no, I'm Dave C, your host here on Never Isolated, the show ID has just been given a seven nine one zero double six seven, hosted live on TalkShoe, and I'm actually doing this as a live show, but in a uh, an unoccupied room, as it were, um, but we are here for another of our Lonesome Quizzes. Yes, during the week I try and talk about the latest developments in the uh, COVID uh, worldwide pandemic and how that relates specifically to the uk and we have now in total on this podcast done 121 episodes and you can find it both here on the torture site on itunes on podcast apps and on a number of podcast directories the latest of which are deezer and um, um, amazon music uh, songs and podcasts I think that's what it's called now so thank you if you've found any of these in the past uh, what I've been doing is at uh, each weekend I've been doing what I've termed a lonesome quiz and by that I mean that there are not other competitors other people doing the quiz with you uh, this is for you to try on yourself but um so you will never know if you've got the best score unless, of course, you get every single question of the Lonesome Quiz correct. Now, we've done 21 of these in the past. So a trivial thing for you there. This is, of course, now Lonesome Quiz 22. Now, the last few, the last four, I've done um, made up um, compilation quizzes, but um, we've gone to an entirely new quiz for today. So, you are listening. We've got to it at last. You are listening to episode 122, Never Isolated, The Lonesome Quiz 22. And it will be up on the feeds for Sunday, the 27th of September 2020. Now, there are five rounds, and the fifth The final round will be an audio round, as has been uh, the way of doing these things uh, since time immemorial. Well, for at least eight months. Well, six months at least. Before we start, I'm just going to play in one more little clip, and then I'll give a little bit more explanation. And then without any further ado, we'll get on with it. This is Never Isolated podcast here on talk you and please remember we have a twitter account never isolated one word show id is 7910667 well i think that's enough for advertising don't you i think it's time to get on with the game now you may need to have a pencil or a pen and paper with you so just pause the audio if you haven't got that hand you'll need that for two reasons the first is because the uh Round one is an anagram round, and you may want to do some working out. And secondly, you may need it to keep a tally, keep a score. Now, there are 10 points for each correct answer. If it feels as though I'm giving out too many clues, I will at some point uh, on those questions say, Were you down to five points if you get it right now. So you are on your honour to do that check. And if I make... (laughs) <laughs> when I make a mistake you will get a bonus of 10 points so they're around 340 350 points up for grabs so uh, just in case you don't come back to me until the end let me just say that um, anything over 200 points will be you know a happy score you can go away happy and get yourself a cup of uh, congratulatory cup of tea or coffee or fizzy drink or whatever the time of day it is and whatever your age allows you to drink you can go and do that afterwards if you've got something over 250 excellent anything approaching 300 300 plus well um, you've really done well so without any further ado Let's get on with the quiz. Okay, let's get started with round one. Okay, and I've already mentioned it's an anagram round. Now, because uh, one of the sports that I'm very keen on is tennis, and because in France the Roland Garris, Garris. tennis tournament has just got underway. It was delayed from early in the year. It's been played in rather strange circumstances. (laughs) I've never seen the tennis players so wrapped up. They've got leggings on. They've got uh, an extra sweater over them because they're playing in rather cool weather. Uh, Indeed, um, I was watching one earlier today and um, they actually had the roof over the main court as they were playing. And, of course, they're only allowing a very small number of people in to watch live. I'm watching it via uh, the subscription service I have, Eurosport. Um, I watched some of the Coco and Conta match yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, Andy Murray's already out. Oh, I suppose it's a spoiler, but uh, you may know by now that uh, Conta lost to... Uh, Uh, Coco, um, so that was uh, not a very good run for her. And uh, we've got a lot of excitement about it. With Rafia Nadal going for, is it his 13th Roland Garros win? Yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, because of that, the anagram round is all about tennis. Uh, Tennis terms are even violations in tennis. Now what I will do is I will give you the anagram and of course you need to get the answer and I'll mention if it's a single word answer or not uh, and there are six of these to go to and as well as telling you the anagram I will spell it out just in case there are different ways of spelling certain words. Yes I know I'm a bit long winded but we'll get going now. Okay there are six of these anagram terms of violations question one the anagram is area buckets what description can you think that would fit in a tennis context and i'll give you a clue to this one it is a two word answer let me spell out the anagram for you a e sorry gone wrong already No, I can't give you 10 points for that. That's too soon. Too soon. Here we go. That was in the warm-up period. We don't count the warm-up period. All right, bring the players to order. Here we go. Area buckets. A-R-E-A. B-U-C-K-E-T-S. Area buckets. And the answer is something to do with a tennis term or a tennis violation, and the answer is in two words. Okay, now I won't give a great deal of time. I've, I've hopefully not made the anagrams too difficult because I don't want people to to actually play this quiz and be sort of pausing and waiting and pausing and waiting and um, it going on for hours in fact uh, five rounds we should if I don't (laughs) yes I know if I don't go off topic we could do this quiz in 50 minutes so stay with me and I'm going to count down area pockets Terms of violations, two-word answer in five, four, three, two, one. The answer is racket abuse. Oh, yeah, there's a few of them done that where they smashed a racket on the ground. Really annoys me when they do that at Wimbledon, of course, with the soft grass. Well, they're not as soft as they used to be, but, uh, I mean, that can make a really bad dint uh, on a. Ten, a lawn tennis court, and that means that in f- future matches that the ball will have a slightly odd bounce and may lose some other worthwhile opponent losing a point. I suppose it doesn't matter quite so much on the hard courts, but it is a violation, and the answer was racket abuse. Okay, number two. The anagram is fat jewel. And it's a one word answer. A tennis term or violation. And I'll spell out the anagram. D-E-F-A-U-L-T Ah! <laughs> Golden, penny. Golden penny. You know what I did, don't you? Spelled out the answer. You see, it's a while since I've done these because I've done the conflations. That's my excuse. I didn't spell out the anagram Fat Jewel. I spelled out the answer, which was default. So everybody gets 10 points by default. See what I did there? No, I didn't plan it. I didn't plan it. Fat Jewel, the answer is default. Everybody gets 10 for that. If you'd already guessed, the answer was Fat jewel before I spelt it out. Honestly, if you did, give yourself 20 points. 10 for getting it first and 10 for my po' far. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'll smarten up, honest. I'll smarten up. Here we go. Number three, chain cog. And it's a one-word answer. Chain cog. C H A i n c o g chain cog term violation in tennis now the particular answer which is a one word answer so quite a few letters there isn't there chain cog this is not always a violation but it is at certain times Okay, it is at certain times. C-H-A-I-N-C-O-G. And I'm just going to uh, have a little sip of my drink. You'll hear it because I am doing these as though it's like, otherwise I've got rid of those mistakes already, wouldn't I? Here we go. And in five, four, Three, two, one. Chain cog is coaching. Yes, that's when you see their uh, the coach uh, you know, shouting instructions across. Now, slightly different in some of the lower tours, the women are allowed the coach to come on and some of the, uh, the lower contests, the second tier ones. But um, that's where they're officially allowed on during the, the, the changeovers. But we're talking about where a coach, instead of just gesticulating, our clapping their player, is pointing and doing this, and basically giving coaching during the match. That is a violation. Number four and hack. Huh, that sounds like a violation. It's all right, but terms they're not all violations. Terms in tennis are violations in tennis. Band hack. B A N D H A C K. And it's a single word answer. They can be done with two hands. Oh, don't get too much away. Okay, I think we will move on with this. In five, four, three, two one bound hack in this case is an anagram of backhand when you're doing a backhand stroke which of course can be a single backhand or a two-handed backhand but the end is a backhand number 5 I think are all six in this round is that what you're thinking What? hey number 5 yard alien Yeah, you can tell why I picked this one. Sci-fi fan like myself. Yard Alien. Y-A-R-D-A-L-I-E-N. And it's a two-word answer. Yard Alien. Something connected with what happens or can happen during a tennis match in tennis or a term or a violation and in i'm going faster now five four three two one yard alien is rain delay I mentioned earlier about um, that the unusually the rolling garrison has got the roof up because they're expecting a heavy thunderstorm I think later today. Um, as I'm doing this, there are the plays going on. I think they're an hour ahead of m- myself in the UK. OK, number six and the final anagram one is T-Biker. I like that one. T-Biker. T-E-A. Well, sorry about that. I think I just... Caught the uh, caught my microphone there with my arm. Um, I'm getting so excited, you see. T-biker, T-E-A-B-I-K-E-R, T-biker, and the answer is a single word, a term violation, or something that happens in a tennis match. And we're going to count that down. One word answer. T, biker, in. Five, four, three, two, one. It's tie break. Yes, they can have a tie break at the end of a set. Um, so that if they the two players get up to six ma- uh, games all in a set, they don't carry on going until somebody wins, uh, you know, 80 games to 78, (laughs) Uh, they they stop uh, and they have a tie break. And then they have a slightly different one in the fifth set in these Grand Slams. I think they go up to 10, first to 10 or something in the final one. That's just a change of rules. Now, let me think. Okay, let's move on to round two. Okay. I'll take instructions. I think I need instructions because I'm I'm a bit rusty already, aren't I? Made two mistakes, and there have been 10 bonus points given already. Okay, round two is about circulating currencies. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so as well. Circulating currencies. So I'm going to give you the country, and you say what they're currency currently in use is you now this is a bit of varied and i've tried to avoid them in many cases and i won't say why because that might be a clue somewhere down the line on uh, six of these okay what's the currency in switzerland switzerland and i'm not going to do a countdown because this is fairly straightforward to think 10 points if you put Swiss franc. If you just said franc, five points, it's the Swiss franc. Number two, Turkey. Turkey, what's the currency used in Turkey? And we'll not hold off on this. We'll go fairly quickly to the answer. 10 points for if it's fully correct. And you get 10 points if you said for Turkey, the Turkish lira. Turkish lira, 10. If you just put, if you just said lira, five points. Okay, I think you're getting the idea now. Number three, South Africa, South Africa. And the answer is. The South African Rand. Yes, because I think there are other countries that use a similar name. So, 10 points for South African Rand. If you just said Rand, five points. Yeah, David's being strict. Okay. This is currencies for countries and territories. Uh, next one, um, uh, I'm not too sure of its status as um, self-governing territory, is it? Anyway, it's the Vatican City. What currency do they use in the Vatican City? It's not called the Pope. (laughs) Shouldn't make jokes about the Pope. Okay, in the Vatican City, they've now standardised on the euro. They use the euro. OK, just two more. of this. this is a good quick round, isn't it? Argentina. The Argentina, what currency do they use? And there's a full answer and there's a five point answer. And the answer for Argentina is the Argentine peso. P-E-S-O. 10 points for the full answer. 5 for Paso. Number six, final one in this round two. Um, Brazil. Brazil. And the answer the number six in round two is... The Brazilian Real, I think it's pronounced Real, R-E-A-L. R-E-A-L. Ten points if you've got that round. And that's from Wikipedia, list of circulating currencies. And that is the end of round two. Hope you're doing okay. It's time for round three. Oh, I'm motoring. We're, 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 We're cooking on gas is that right is that what you say okay now you've got a chance here you're getting points because it's a multi-choice answer in other words i'm going to give you four answers one of which is right so you've got a 25 percent chance of getting points on every one of these six questions and because it's hard that's why i'm giving you multi-choice now if you can't remember the exact number i give out the numbers I'm going to give out will be prefaced by answer A, answer B, answer C, answer D. So if you don't want to write the number down, because you know, the populations, you know, they're pretty big, some of these numbers, Um, it may be easier to write down, you know, if you thought answer A was the answer, if you thought answer D was the answer or whatever. And then when I say the correct number i will also tell you which whether it was a b c or d that was correct okay we all are we all we all up to speed good here we are round three countries and dependencies by population multi-choice round i'm going to start off with new zealand i'm going to give you four numbers now in I think all these cases the minor numbers have left the same it's the the starting number that's the key part the you know the millions are the hundreds of thousands they'll all end so let's say the the lowest part of the number is 608 which for New Zealand it is every number I give you will end 608 608 608 608 okay? I'm only explaining that for the first one. Here we go. New Zealand. Is the population on its last official count? Often these can be as much as 10 years out of date, depending on when they did their um, census. Uh, quite a few of them are for 2020, some from 2010. New Zealand. Is it a 91,608. Or is it B, 8,091,608? Is it C, you getting the idea. Is it C, five million nine hundred ninety-one thousand six hundred eight? Or is it D, 3,091,608? So basically, if you just look at the top part of the figure New Zealand, do you think New Zealand has a population of over 10 million, just over 8 million, just over 5 million, or just over 3 million? A is 10, B is 8, C is 5, D is 3 million. And I won't go into that as long with the others. And the answer is... The answer is C in this particular case. Population of New Zealand, according to the wiki page I checked, is 5,091,608. But the important figure there was it was the third answer starting at 5 million. Number two, the United States, United States of America, USA. four. Possible answers. Is it, and again, all the minor numbers are the same. So is it uh, 270,380,776? Or is it B, 290,308,000? Seven hundred and seventy six, or is it C three hundred and ten million three hundred and eighty thousand seven hundred and seventy six, or is it D three hundred and thirty million thirty eight thousand seven hundred and seventy six? Right, I'm just going to give the top part of the thing. I'm just going to give the millions down. So, United States, is it A, 270 million, B, 290 million, C, 310 million, or D, 330 million? And the answer is D, there is over 330 million people in the united states i'm i'm going to get into politics about legal or not the the, and the last census it was 330 mil 330 million 380 thousand seven there goes another one here we are question three egypt okay same same thing all the minor numbers are the same uh, in all the options. So, Egypt, four possible population numbers. In Egypt, at the last sentence, were there 85 million, this is A, by the way, A, 85,971,617. Or would there be 100 million? Nine hundred and seventy one thousand six hundred and seventeen or C with a hundred and ten million nine hundred and seventy one thousand six hundred and seventeen or D with a hundred and fifteen million nine hundred and seventy one thousand six hundred seventeen. So, top figure again A eighty five million B 100 million, C, 110 million, or D, 115 million. And the answer for Egypt was, it's just over 100 million. The answer was B, 100,971,617. Number four, Finland. Finland. Let's just Play a little clip while we. I'll just play a little promo in while you get your head around. No, don't look it up. Just while you get your head around. This is never isolated podcast here on Touch You, and please remember we have a Twitter account. Never isolated, one word. Show ID is 791 zero double six seven. Okay, so um, there we go. Now slightly smaller country, but what's the population? And again. Here we go. A is it five million five hundred and two thousand two hundred and fifty nine? Is it B seven million five hundred and two thousand two hundred and fifty nine? Is it C nine million two five hundred and two thousand two hundred and fifty nine? Or is it indeed D eleven million? 502,259. Again, just going to give the top part of the score now. For Finland, do you think it's about 5.5 million, A? Or is it B, 7.5 million? Or is it C, 9.5 million? Or is it D, 11.5 million in Finland? And the answer is five and a half million. Five million, five hundred and two thousand, two hundred and fifty nine. In other words, the answer was A, the smallest number. Okay, number five. Just two more. I think this round is harder for me. You know? I mean, as you got, you can guess A, B, C, or D, can't you? Anyway, Brazil. We're back up to a fairly biggish country again. I'll give you that clue. Brazil. Okay. A. 172,126,640. That was the answer A. Or is it answer B? 192,126,640. Or is it C, 202 million, we're going up each time here, 202 million, 126,640. Or is it even higher, D, at 212,126,640. I'm just going to read the headline number now. So for Brazil, do you think it's A, 172 million, B, 192 billion, C, 202 million, or D, 212 million? And while you ponder that, I'll just have a little sip of my tea for reading all these numbers. I wish it was money in my bank here And the answer is, it's the highest of those number. The answer was D, 212,126,640. It was the highest of the four. Right, we're going to another uh, country now, a final one here in this round. And we're in Europe and we're in Spain. Spain, where some of my favourite wine comes from, especially from the Rioja region. So, again, four answers. Is the population in Spain from the last census at 37,329,981? Or is it B? Forty seven uh, million three hundred and twenty nine thousand nine hundred and eighty one, or is it C fifty three million three hundred and twenty nine thousand nine hundred and eighty one? Or finally, is it D sixty seven million three hundred and twenty nine thousand nine hundred and eighty one? Again, just the headline figures. Uh, I'm putting in here uh, now, just putting that in, and millions. So is it A, 37 million, B, 47 million, C, 53 million, or D, 67 million? I'll give you a bit of a clue here. You're still at 10 points. Uh, 67 million is near to the population of the UK. Okay, have you made your choice? Well, the answer is B, 47,329,981. Yes, it was the second highest. Not 37 million, but 47 million. And again, that was from wiki and that is the end of round three okay time for round four well that was short and simple wasn't it <laughs> oh hey now this is a good round well i think so it's got my name on it <laughs> you might not know because i don't say it too often but my surname is cooper that's cooper spelled c o o p e r you can spell it with uh uh C O U P E R, I think. There are a few different ways of spelling it. Uh, some are almost like the word copper. And it's, I don't know whether that's the one word that's been corrupted into that. Are they completely separate names? But famous people with the name surname, because apparently in America, and I didn't know this, Cooper's often used as a first name. Um, I, I hadn't realised that. It's more often where I'm based as a surname. Okay, I'm going to give you clues. And unless I feel as though a clue is over generous, you still get 10 points. And there are six of these. Okay. Uh, The last round does have more than six, but I think all the other rounds are six. Okay, I'm going to give you a number of clues. Here we go. Right, this first person was born in, on September 15th, 1922. Yeah, a while ago, wasn't it? 1922. I'm going to read some of their wiki age. But what... what <laughs> you know the. half the answer. You know the surname's Cooper. I told you that. But what's their first name? <laughs> this particular American actor... Television director, producer, and executive started out as a child actor, but then successfully went on to have an adult career. He was, in fact, the first child actor to receive an Oscar nomination. He was only aged nine. He was in a very famous film in 1931 with an animal in the lead role. I'll give you one more clue. You should have got it, I think. He's actually known as, his first name, Cooper Jr. But um, I think he's the famous member of his family. American actor. Born 98 years ago in Los Angeles, California, USA. And the answer is Jackie Cooper. Jackie Cooper. And the film he was in was Skippy, 1931. And for 50 years, he remained the youngest Oscar nominee in any category. Okay, number two. Next one is from the UK. I'm going to give you that straight away because quite a lot of I think quite a few of the friends that do do this quiz are based um, outside the UK. So, the second one I'm going to tell you is a British person, and uh, so name is Cooper, and he was born in 1934, passed away unfortunately in 2011. I haven't got the year that um. Jackie Cooper passed away. I'm sorry about that. Um, But this British Cooper was a sportsman, he was a champion. And let me see how much of a clue I can give you to this. Um, He had a very famous. Fight and he put somebody on the canvas. <laughs> too easy. Is that too easy? Should I reduce it to five? I don't think I will because I think it might be easy for the British contingent here, but um, maybe not for others. He was a British heavyweight boxer, and the answer is Henry Cooper. Henry Cooper. Yes. I think he put down Cassius Clay as he was known then, uh, just briefly, uh, landed a uppercut. And um, that was, I think, his most famous moment in the round. Okay, that's number two. Number three. Now, we're back to America. This is an American actor. This person is now 45 years old, born in 1975, He's an American actor and filmmaker, surname Cooper. He's been nominated for many awards, including eight Academy Awards and the Tony Award. He's won two Grammy Awards and a BAFTA Award. His films have grossed eleven billion dollars worldwide, and placed him four times in the annual rankings. For the highest paid actors in the world. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. You got it. It's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I think it was, uh, 10 points though. Because again, you know, when I do questions that are either side of the Atlantic, I know that half the people will struggle. And then in the other way around, the other half will struggle. At number four. Now, this one is slightly different because he used Cooper as his stage name. He wasn't born that. He was born in 1948. He's age 72. And I'm going to give you his birth name because I think you have to be a real fan if you would be able to translate his real name to the name I want for the answer. Vincent Damon Fur- Furrier, Furnier is it? I think. Maybe. <laughs> that wasn't very much of a helpful clue, was it? I couldn't even say it. All right. From his more clues from Wikipedia, from his Detroit Rock Rules. That's not easy to say either. He has experimented with a number of musical styles, including art rock, hard rock, heavy metal, new wave, glam metal, and industrial rock. I didn't even know about half of those. Who was it? I'm going to give you one more clue, but if you need this next clue, you drop down to five points. He was one of the first, this is dropping down to five if you haven't got it already. He was one of these first uh, on-stage performer, singers, players who wore makeup. Especially eye makeup. Yes, you've got it from Detroit, Michigan, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Okay, I'm hoping he's famous Coopers, <laughs> more famous than me, that's for sure. Anyway, here we go, number five. Now, this is perhaps the most difficult one, but then the last one's probably the easiest one, so uh, it should should even should even out for you. Okay, number five. This person. Became Cooper when she married, but her birth name, it's woman, yeah, was Bessie Berry Brown. Not Molly, Billy, Molly Billy Brown or whatever the actress name is. No, Bessie Berry Brown. Now, she was born on the 26th of August, 1896, but yet still famous. She was born in Sullivan County Tennessee USA. She sadly passed away at the grand old age in on December the 4th 2012 aged 116 years and 100 days. She was at that time the oldest woman in the world, which was making her a famous Cooper. Do you know her first name? What she was known by famous American longest lived in fact she still may be the longest lived American And the answer is Bessie Cooper Bessie Cooper. Okay. Well, Nearly at the end of round four. How's our time going, David? Well, about forty minutes, I suppose. Are we? Just maybe a bit over. Uh, remember, I'm doing this as live. Last one. Ah, yeah, now the last one. A little bit of fun. This is a famous Cooper, but it's a fictional one. Oh, you'll be all over this. Don't, don't sweat it. You'll be all over it. Yeah, you will, honest. Yeah. What? <laughs> you will. Yeah, Uh, Stephen Hawking did get this one in a flash. Anyway, here's the clues. He has a genius level IQ, but displays a fundamental lack of social skills. No, I'm not describing myself. (laughs) A tenuous understanding of humour, certainly not describing myself, and a difficulty recognising irony and sarcasm. Oh, oh, well, you never know. Um, he's interested in science from an early age, and this fictional character was a child prodigy. He entered college at the age of 11. Oh, you've got it. Haven't you? You're singing the theme tune, aren't you? The answer, of course, is Sheldon Cooper, the character from the American sitcom The Big Bang Theory. Wow! That, would you believe, was the end of round four. Here's round five. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> no messing about with him, is there? Here we go. Well, we're on the audio round. Hooray! Three cheers. Let me just... Uh, Gather myself together here. Uh, I'm just making sure that uh, that... I'm typing something in to make sure the room is still open. Don't want my uh, audio to fail at this very critical moment. And uh, in fact, let me just play my little info thing while I uh, get my clips all lined up. This is never isolated podcast here on Talk to you. and please remember we have a Twitter account never isolated or word. Show ID is 791067. Okay now what I'm going to do now is and I might have to very quick on the trigger I'm gonna play um clips mostly theme clips from TV science fiction, fantasy, and indeed sometimes poppy and animated science fiction and fantasy themes. All you've got to do, you lovely people, is to um, guess the name. Couldn't be easier, could it? Now, on some of them, what I will do is play it An extremely short clip and then I may replay it a little bit longer. And since they are the the theme tunes, they're almost little adverts for the program. So here we go. Ready? Some of them I may play very quickly. Oh, sorry, not quickly. That would mean the tempo was different, wasn't it? I'm going to play them for only a short time. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that wasn't very long, was it? What was the TV series? Now, some of them, you know, may go back some time, may go back five years, may go back ten years. Some may even go back 20-odd years. Yeah, yeah. Some may go back longer than that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sorry about that. But I'm sure the ones that I have... Uh, were a long time ago have been continuously repeated on some channels somewhere somehow uh, someone has been watching them recently okay that was the answer that was a <laughs> that was the first question sorry let me play it a little bit longer and then I'll give the answer Yeah, no words in it. That was good, didn't it? It helps me a little bit. That was Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. The uh, Jessica uh, Alba breakout uh, TV series that she did. Two series of it, and then it got cancelled. What she went on to do. Wow, I, I remember she seemed to disappear, um, Jessica Alba, from the scene. And then she had about five films come out at once. Um, you know, uh, and obviously, th- th- with post production and all that, uh, that's the way they just would come out. And she suddenly seemed to be in everything. She was in one called The Eyes, she was in Sin City, um, can't remember the names of some of the others at the moment. One with the Penguins, um, she was in um, a-, a lot of films. Um, uh, she's been back, uh, The last one I saw her in was uh, The Mechanic Resurrected, I think. uh, But she's been in lots and lots of films. Anyway, the answer was Dark Angel. Here's number two. (laughs) Oh, that's mean, isn't it? That's mean. Because I know a lot of my friends are probably... Well, they're not my age, that's insulting them. But they're they're sort of... uh, Uh, You know, people have been around 30-odd years, maybe 40 years. Uh, They'll know that. They'll know that from the childhood. But I will play it a little bit longer here. What, remember, these are sci-fi, fantasy, TV themes, some for younger shows, some with puppets, some animated, some live action. (laughs) Okay, Venus. Okay, Steve. Right. Okay, Steve. Yeah, it was Fireball XL5. And I'm just going to play a bit more now with that because uh, what do you want to, you want to hear a little bit of it. Okay, Venus. Okay, Steve. Right, let's go. I mean, if you're a kid, or if you're a person who remember watching those as a kid, they'd just get you so excited. Those uh, clips. I mean, they knew how to write the theme tunes then in those days. Right. So that's two. Of the ten, here's number three. Yeah, yeah, I've been mean. I've been tight, I'm, I'm only doing that because I know I'll play it longer in the second go. And I want you to have that thrill of getting it so quickly. What was that? What was that? Have you got it? We haven't gone down to five points with anything yet, but on this round. So here's a bit more. Oh, well, that same bit and a little bit longer. Meet George Jackson. Yes, it's the Jetsons, the futuristic, the, the sort of alternative to, um, uh, oh, <laughs> it's just going out my head as soon as I said it, um, you know, the uh, Barney, and, uh, Barney Rubble and uh, Fred Flintstone, it's the, like the opposite of the Flintstones, so they're going back in time they were in the future. I don't know if it's from the same production houses, perhaps I should know that, but here we are. That is three. Here is the fourth one. No, 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 no. Oh! Very difficult with these clips, because they fade out. I can't just go, wham, pam, stop. Yes, you've got to know that. You've got to know that. But I'll play a little bit more, just because... Well, this is the fun part, isn't it? Yeah. No, 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 I can't play anymore. Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. That was number four. Which means he's the fifth one of ten, remember? Right, did you recognize that one now I'm gonna give a clue for this one in a minute I'll play it again but then I will give a clue so um, you can listen to it again still get 10 points but then I'll give a clue Okay, the clue is this was British sci-fi, had really good quality CGI for being a TV program. And um, you saw these people jump through a sort of glittery, hazy thing. Um, Not like sliders uh, and not like a Stargate, but it was like a portal. Okay, I'll play it and then give the answer. And it was Primeval. Primeval. So it was really good uh, uh, when I think about it. Uh, I think that got uh, canned towards the end. But there was some, uh, and some of the, Actors in that have gone on to do uh, great other things. Okay. Um, I think that was number five. So let's look for number six. What if you could travel to parallel worlds? Oh. Oh, yeah. The last one was about traveling to different time periods. That was the one before Primeval. But I think this one's almost given itself away, isn't it? But I'm going to leave it at 10 points because I didn't just stop that quick enough. But I'll try and do no longer this time. What if you could travel to parallel worlds? You've got it. You must have. I'm not going to give any clues. No, I can't. My my dignity won't allow me to give clues for that. The answer is, of course, sliders. Let's just listen to a bit of it. What if you could travel to parallel worlds? The same year, the same earth, only different dimensions. A world where the Russians rule America. Or where your dreams of being a superstar came true. Or where San Francisco... I'm not going to make any political comments whatsoever. A fantastical world where the Russians rule America. I mean, science fiction, fantasy, you just can't believe it, can you? Anyway, uh, let me... Move quickly on. Uh, that was uh, number six. So we're up to number seven. I've got a countdown now. Three, six. Uh, that was number. It's number seven we want now, isn't it? Here we go. Stand by for action. Yeah. I stand by for a short clip. <laughs> you can tell I'm enjoying myself. I do hope you have stayed with me and enjoying this too. That's why I always put the audio around at the end. Okay, try again. Try not to play too much of it, but we'll go. Stand by for action. I was waiting for a certain word to come in there, which would have been the name of the show, which is... Drumroll, everyone stingray you have to say it twice you can't say stingray once you can't no you are going to go stingray stingray you've decided i'm an old fool of you all right i'm sorry about that but we're trying to be entertaining let's hear a little bit more stand by for action About to launch Stingray. Stingray, Stingray. Stingray, Stingray. Stingray, Stingray. Oh, these are fantastic. I mean, they're just fantastic musics, really. And some of these uh, puppet shows, again, were fantastic. Okay, well, um, we're up to uh, number eight. Here we go. Number eight oh what do you think about that try a bit more of that again people on facebook who think that's their favorite favorite uh music and it's definitely one of my top five or ten uh, uh, very difficult it's because there's some fantastic one that was by the way if you're wondering the answer is the tripods yes the famous three series of science fiction three books the only uh, Did the first two books, and the third part, unfortunately, wasn't made. Got the first two on the DVDs, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. But we never got to the White Mountains. Not really, anyway. Not uh, as well as we should have done. That was the tripods. Wow, just two questions left. Remember, we've had four rounds of six. That's 240 points. And then this round of ten. So, you could get 340 points, and I've given 10 bonus. So, the total score you could get is 350, but we haven't yet had those last two ones. So, um, let's play this next to the last. did it No, I'm not. We don't, We'll forget that. What was this, everybody? That's where I should have stopped it last time. If you said Robots in Disguise, you get five points. But if you said Transformers, you get ten. We'll just play a little bit of that for the fans. There you go. And we're up to the very last one. Very last one. And uh, if uh, Mr. Ian Bissett is listening, he loses 50 points if he gets this wrong. Here we go. What was that? Sci fi fantasy TV themes, some for younger pro viewers, some live action, some puppets, some animated, are for people just in a tizzy. Here we go again. Ah! Well, that was the second time, so I'm allowed to do that. It was indeed the one and only. Wonderful Linda Carter's version of Wonder Woman. And after that, but again, as I see it, those are sort of little adverts for the show to go out and Go and purchase the DVDs. Go and see if they've put them onto Blu-rays yet. Go and watch them on a streaming service. They are wonderful, wonderful types of um, of uh, entertainment for younger, heart people. Well, that's the quiz. That is. Let me look at my notes. That is episode. 122 never isolated the lonesome quiz 22 all brand new for sunday the 27th of september 2020 we're trying to keep our spirits up uh, during the week i'll be uh just as we get towards the end of september talking about the the latest developments of uh, this very very critical time and uh, very sad time with this world pandemic but for now Let's keep that bright and cheerful mood and I will let players out now. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you did well. Anything near to 260, 280, 300, 320, fabulous. And I look forward to, Well, I hope you will try out some of the back quizzes that are available on a multiplicity of different podcast directories. This is Dave C, your host, saying, uh, well, I'll let myself play us out. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated, show ID 791-0667, hosted here on You. Bye for now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family.